He's allergic to nuts. And for some insane reason... <laughs> he's gone to an orgy. There's nuts everywhere. And then we hear a scream. She opens the door. Like something out of a horror movie it was. Blood all over the walls. So I was thinking this week, if you could smuggle one item of food up your ass, what would it be? I need to set the scene for this, okay, because it, it sounds a little bit out of the blue, but I was thinking if you're going on holiday, going to North Korea, meeting Kim Jong-un, hello, how you doing, show me around your missile factory, that kind of thing, and you're not allowed to take food across the border, so you've got to smuggle, you want to take a bit of food, you know, memories of home Obviously, and that kind yeah. of thing, comforts, um, so you've got to smuggle an item up your bum. Mm. What item are you going to smuggle and why? Because it needs to be something you like, but it also needs to be practical. You're not taking a tube of Pringles up there, okay? <laughs> I just think, story. are we underestimating my ability here by limiting myself to one? Wow. Item? You're taking a picnic up there. I would have to go for I have cravings for this. Quite irrational. Call me irrational. Have you ever had stuffing? I have had stuffing. You want a stuffing. Is that what you're saying? Stuff me. You want to be stuffed. me. <laughs> I want to be stuffed. I love the sage and the onion, the interplay between those. I'm taking that home comfort because I don't have it at uni because I don't have time or the ability to make gravy, which I think is literally just you add boiling water to a sachet. But I like the ability yeah. to do that. And so recently I've really been missing it. because I haven't been home in a couple of months. So I'm craving sage and onion stuffing at the minute. So you're going so to stuff, stuff yourself me. like a turkey. I think that a Christmas turkey, yeah, a Christmas turkey, <laughs> sit that in the Christmas bagel. <laughs> I think I think Kim would appreciate it as well. The thing is, though, if you're smuggling it up there, I mean, by the time you've got it mm. out on the opposite side of the border, it's not going to be in great <laughs> condition, is it? I was I was thinking, you know, oh, uh, for me personally, I was thinking bag of revels because you've got a bit of variety there. Do you not own a douche? I mean, I don't. Surprisingly, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's where that's where you're going wrong, and that's where the the gays are beating the straights. Then, isn't it? <laughs> I can take whatever. I'm, I don't need a bag of anything. I don't need a bag of anything. Revels is well, questionable. I mean, I think you're already in Korea, had far too many surprises as it is. Why am I in Korea? The last thing I need Holiday. is to dip into a bag of bag of revels and not know what chocolate I'm getting out of the bag until I buy it. Variety it. is because the spice of life. The coffee ones are disgusting. Oh, coffee and chocolate what? shouldn't go together like that. And that's oh, that's the hill I'll die on. That's, that's the hill I'll die on. <laughs> that's a shocking opinion, is that? I'm, I don't I'm drink in North coffee, Korea. but I don't mm. mind coffee-flavoured chocolate. I'm all for it. Interesting. Interesting. I'm in North Korea. I'm probably looking over my shoulder every turn. I'm probably standing out a bit. What I don't want is to dip into a bag of Revels and then be gipping, almost throwing up because I picked out a coffee one. That'd be doing with it. No, <laughs> I'm vetoing that. I mean, if you want to shove those up, you can. But not for me. And I I'm taking the stuffing. So instead, you're stuffing one. yourself like a Christmas turkey. It's Legs in the air and everything. Legs akimbo. But I, I'm a big fan of Revels. I've not had one in a while. I think they're quite expensive, really, for what you get. Um, but I did once give a homeless man a Twix. And that, I think, is you know a completely separate uh, story. Uh, I did once give a homeless man a Twix. And I felt, do you know what? He His eyes lit up, actually, as well. I've got to say, mm. he loved it. He came out, he was asking for some money. Yeah, he didn't eat it in front of me, but you could tell his eyes lit up. And, um, you know, I, he asked for some money. I didn't really change on me at the time. It's a shame. But I did have a Twix mm. on me, inside pocket, have it. Melted a bit. No, it melted. melted. It was in prime condition. It was one of those duo ones as well. So you got two for the price of one. And that price was zero because it was free. So you gave a homeless man a free Twix that you got for free yourself? Yes. Did that make you feel like a better a better person, I think? Um, no, I felt sort of neutral about it. I could tell he loved it, though. 
I, I think he bloody loved that little Twix. Like, if it wasn't even a little Twix, it was quite a big Twix. Mm-hmm. I, speaking of homeless people, though, um, I did once have a homeless person who came up to me, asked for some change. I said, oh, sorry, I don't have any, because I didn't actually have any. And um, Oh, yeah. And the That's my per- excuse as well. <laughs> I didn't actually have any. I'd spent it on the Ready? night out. I've, yeah, I've already got a card. <laughs> this is the thing. He goes, well, there's a cash machine down there. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> That's cheeky. So, That's whoa. cheeky. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> I expect them to. The whip a card machine out one of these days. I think that's the way it's all going, isn't it? It wants paying in Bitcoin next. <laughs> Fake money, no thanks. There's numbers on a screen. What's the most you've up. ever given a homeless person? Or have you never given money to I've charity? I've never. I've never. I never. Really, I've given. I've donated to charity, but I, you know, Shocking. we've all had non-uniform days in primary school. I don't think that, that counts. Going. That money just gets siphoned off to the head teacher. Children in need, comic relief or whatever. I've never given a homeless person any money. And I, I've got a lot of change as well, so I probably could and should. Shocking. Classic And will from now on. Classic. Well, penny, penny pinching, I think. Yeah. Got to, who's paying for my pesto? My pasta. Me. <laughs> Most times I've ever given, I think, to Fiverr. I tend to sort of, I, I go Fiverr. I'm a generous guy. Mm. And, never. Um, well, we should all just take that away from this podcast. I'm a generous guy. And you can be generous by hitting the subscribe button and becoming... <laughs> One of the 250 is the next target we're aiming for. We've, we've, yeah, 250 is a good number. We've reached the 100 club now. We've Thank passed, you passed to 69. 69. Exactly, all the big numbers. Um, so we have achieved the 100 club now. Thank you to everyone who subscribed. Uh, we are now trying to get to the 250 fraternity. Okay, not a club this time. It's a fraternity. Um, I've got different names for all the different stages. So if you do want to subscribe, that helps out massively. Thank you very much. During this, this week, though, here's another shower thought mm. for you. Mm. I have lots of them. Um, I was thinking, would you ever get plastic surgery, Botox? Are you in favour of mm. people doing that? Do you think it's wrong? You know, the you know, hair transplants, for example, have become more mm. normalised in recent times. Botox, mm. plastic surgery, you know, lips mm. pumps and arses filled and all that. <laughs> For, against, would you ever get any done? I Totally in favour, I think, of that. I don't wow. mind. I don't mind that as somebody that is, a, you know, image conscious. I think it's funny you should ask because I've been seeking out... I've, heard on the grapevine there's this cream or something you can put on your skin you get it from super joke five quid i think it's called retinol something like that don't quote me on that and you just put it around your eyes and it stops the crow's feet does it and i think apparently apparently sort of science behind it or whatever i do that i mean could you imagine me quid you telling me if you started losing that hair or if you continued on the trajectory you seem to be on i'm not that you would rock do you know the denial um that (laughs) <laughs> that you wouldn't take steps to remedy that you would go completely bald because I mean, I'd love to I'm not going to go that. completely bald. Am I? That's, that's not going to happen, but um, you, I might, what, you not, you're not going to go completely bald in 20, 30 years, not in 20 or 30 years. No, I've got decent genetics. You thank you. But decent <laughs> genetics. How do you know that? I'm not going to be bald. That's not going to happen. Let's say hypothetically, if you, if you will go, yeah. bald, would you, would you, I'd not, own it. you wouldn't, no, I put a hat it. on. I put a, I put a little hat on. I quite look quite good with a cap on. I go for a little I cap. If you're rocking the board, you've got to have a beard. You've got to be a bit tanned as well. So you've got to have a beard, have you? Just got I think to. so. Otherwise, you you look like a thumb. You would look like a thumb. <laughs> uh, no offense to any alopecia. So There's nothing wrong with being bald. Okay? Do Don't be it. baldist. Okay. <laughs> I've had to put this baldism on this what podcast. Fat phobia, tick. Blatant baldphobia. Uh, won't somebody think of the bold people <laughs> but yeah i totally would um but it does get to the point where you get some people on there you, they appear on this morning don't they like 
I had plastic surgery to look like David Beckham or Barbie or something. MJ. I do think it's a very it's a very slippery slope. It's all about marginal gains, isn't it? When you make one, you think I'll make another and another. And then suddenly you're gradually incrementally looking worse and worse and worse. But I can say for a fact that my sister had lip fillers done. 17. So at 17, is that legal? 17. I think she went to a friend of a friend to get it done. So <laughs> it's I not so now, then. Just, just baited her out there, haven't I? <laughs> um, but you can't tell the difference, and she'll say so herself. You can't tell the difference. You can tell the difference two or three days after when it swells up and you're talking like this, and then it swells back down again, and you can't tell the difference. So I don't know what the point of that is. But Sounds I think like someone wasn't trained very well or some illegal substance she had instead. Just water, just injected it with water. Just water, get water in there and pay like 150 quid yeah. for it. But there's no harm in a little, a little, you know, face, face lift, Botox. All the celebrities have been. Jennifer Aniston and that Friends reunion, her forehead wasn't moving. Yeah. Do you want that? You, you think that's aspirational, do you? To not have uh, any facial expressions? Because no, I, I love it. I, just... I love my, uh, my crow's feet in... You can do the thing with the eyebrows as well, can't you? Exactly. There it is. There it is. That's the money winner. Exactly. Yeah. I feel sorry for people listening on an audio platform now because they missed out (laughs) on that little that little party (laughs) trick of yours. Exclusive there for YouTube Um, viewers. But I don't see. I don't see any 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 harm in it. No. You don't see any harm in it. I mean, what, I'm in favour. Stuff done, and then I mean, wanting something else done, and then wanting something else done, and well, I'm somebody that when I'm at home, I pay a man to rub honey into my beard. So Sorry, I don't really have a leg to stand on. Is this just a random bloke or what? No, it's it's my barber at my barber at home. Well, it depends which one it is. Sometimes it could be any random, couldn't it? Um, and I for the first I got it accidentally in the sense that it's a ridiculous story. Where it was the time I got the mullet cut off. Actually, went into the barbers. I said basically they don't speak English. It was a bit of a bit of a. They're good at what they do though. <laughs> so trade offs. And I said basically I grabbed the mullet at the back and I said all this I want off. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he started touching up my beard. And then I suddenly I'm back in the chair in a very compromising position. Oh. And he's trimming the beard. He gets this little. And suddenly your clothes are dropping off. Tiny. Oh. Tiny. <laughs> no, it's a different story. It's a different story. Suddenly he gets this beard trimmer out the size of my like middle finger and starts rolling it across the beard. I'm thinking oh, it tickles a bit, but I'm loving this. Oh. It's shaping the beard. I'm thinking, I didn't, am I getting this for free? What's going on here? It's not what I asked for. Then he gets some honey out. What, out of a jar? It's what, yeah, yeah, it's warm the honey up, warm the honey up, right? He's got the little, um, I don't know what it is, some kind of spoon type thing, right? Yeah, and he's spooning it through the beard like this. And I'm thinking, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm loving it. You know, you've got some Arab music playing, but I could shut my eyes and I'm in the Middle East. Is it it dripping off your beard then, or like how much it's coming down my my neck? It's coming down my neck. There's a lot of it. Oh my god, and then he starts starts massaging it in. (laughs) This is ridiculous. I'm loving this. I'm having this again. And washes it out or whatever. And I'm thinking, I've never seen it shaped so well and everything. And it fits in with the, the, the size of the hair and everything. And he goes, that'd be 25 quid, please. And I'm sat there with a full head of hair and a honey beard. What? I'm thinking 25 quid. And this is a lot about me. I don't know what mood I was in that day. Um, but I just went along with it. I didn't even, did not even say a thing. You so I'm still there with say, a... say, oh, the mullet that I actually came here for. Can I have that this, cut off, please? The, the, one that I, the one that I directed you towards... No. Have honey put on your beard. You do realise that's just a load of rubbish. Doesn't do anything. I don't think it is. I don't oh, think it yeah, is. I think go. this week in Toby's ridiculous unscientific statements. Yeah. Honey's good for facial hair. Google that. Google that. I'm sure there's a reason he does it. There's a reason he does it. That's all I'm saying. There's method behind the madness there. Mm, I'm not convinced by that. 
I don't know how can we you... got onto that. We were talking about plastic surgery, aren't we? And Botox. That's how we got onto can that. Can you grow facial hair? I've never seen you with I mean, I shaved this morning, actually, for the oh. podcast. I thought I didn't want to look scruffy. <laughs> So I'll have a little shave. Unfortunately, you've not, you know, you've not done that. I thought, you know. Uh, this is this is as clean shaven as I get. Terrible. Uh, well, it gives me a jawline as well, which is perfect. Does it? It gives me a jawline. Yeah. It's hiding mm. my lack of, my lack <laughs> of a jawline. I obviously say I started off with a little goatee, so a little moustache. I remember that. On the bottom of my, bottom of my chin. And I grew that out. And obviously there's like the ugly duckling phase where it looks like wispy and everything. I, that my ugly duckling phase was the phase where I ran away from home. So I would say, maybe if you're wanting to grow facial hair, <laughs> run away from home. Exactly. exactly. That's that's what you should do. Just um, just to be clear, town. you're out of that phase now, are you, or what? Yeah, I'm. I'm at uni, so I'm still away from home. Obviously, right. still playing away. Um, <laughs> but I'm not on the run, and I've got <laughs> a full beard now. I've got a full beard, which is character progression. Uh, thankfully, but that's when I went through that phase because obviously nobody was seeing me really. So I was like, well, I might as well and do what you like, beard. can't you? Well, I was on the run, so why exactly. not? Look when he says he's on the run, you, you weren't like you know, you didn't have the police on you, just to be clear. Did not that we know of? Not, not, not at some points, not other points, maybe. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> none of that, none of that. Just on the run from, from obligation. See you exactly. later. Take, free spirit. I'm taking a break, live free. Exactly. Live and we we promote free. live free on this podcast. That's what that's what we promote. That should be our tagline. I've got I've got a friend who Go has on. other friends. I already a tenuous link. He's got a friend who has other friends. This is incredible. Go on. And those friends of his actually do live free in the sense that they don't have jobs, but what they do have is rich parents. They're American. Oh god. They find themselves they find themselves in my part of the world. They're all polyamorous, which I think we can are. come back to because I like I would like to touch on that phenomenon. As well, I think that would make for quite an I think interesting. We did. I think we topic. did, didn't we? Did we? Pretty sure we did. Still don't get it. Pilot. I don't know. Anyway, continue your pilot. story. But basically, they're all polyamorous. Um, make of that what you will. Living off their parents' money, mid twenties, American. I don't know how they found themselves here. Um, and they host orgies in woods around Durham. What? Just you know, invite only, or what? Well, the way that the story was represented to me was that he matched with one of them on Tinder, who is a fire eater by profession. She eats fire. <laughs> one of those circumstances people. It's not a profession. Well, she's living free. She's living free. She's um, eating fire. Brilliant. She's eating... <laughs> Hopefully she's having something else That's to a... eat other than fire. Oh, trust me, it gets so much better. It gets so much oh, better God. than fire. So she's hosting an orgy in this woods. About I would say it's about two hours walk, I think, from what I was told. So my friend goes on this walk, gets the pin, pin drop, location, bang, turns up which the ball's on him because I wouldn't do that myself. Um, Could be anything. Well why clear. turn up there? By, why, why would he turn up by himself? No, or at all? No idea. In the middle of the woods as well, two hours away. So it turns it could up, be a murderer. Right. could be anything. Turns up and true to form, there's about six or seven people there. That's a good good orgy size, I think. I've never done an orgy. <laughs> never probably will do an orgy. It's not my scene. But I think six or seven is probably optimum because you've got options there. If you don't like one or two, stay away from me. Yeah. I've got I've got four or five backups, maybe that you know that they're all they're a bit of me. And are they, about, are they get myself involved in that. these people? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't ask the sexuality. Oh, interesting. Probably are they because they're free living spirits. free. They don't. Yeah. They don't care about any of that. Doesn't matter. So they're there, right? There's a viaduct running through this forest, and at the on this viaduct, there's little bricks that like stick out, and they've oh. put candles on them. They've put candles on the oh, viaduct. They're really setting the scene. But they're also the highlighting where they are as well. That's like yeah. you know. <laughs> Helicopter goes past. Oh, hang on. What's happening down there? 
Honestly, Bird's it's like, of it's that. like some sort of weird um, like seance type thing, candles around and everything. It's like some rugs sort of ritual, is it? Persian rugs, rugs on the floor. floor. No, we're, well, we're in a forest. We're in a forest. Persian rugs on the floor for comfort more than anything mm. else. It's Tactical. not that I've ever had alfresco fres- um, sex. Not my type of thing. <laughs> Alfresky. <laughs> comfort, comfort is key, obviously. There's a charcuterie board laid out. A what? Charcuterie board. What's that? Oh, never, never. Is that a posh people board? Yeah, but it's basically like cured meats and cheese. Of course, I knew it would be. I knew it. I've never heard that word before, but I knew it'd be cheese. I knew it'd be meats. I knew it. Cheese and meat. Tick, tick. Wine's flowing. Whatever. Homemade, homemade hummus. Homemade hummus here. So I, I imagine my friends getting involved in what's going on, getting amongst it, getting amongst it. Um. And so, yeah, you know, but I don't know what you do in orgies. Well, I think you do. <laughs> what if you're the odd one out, though? though? It's kind of like oh, nobody, yeah. wants to, nobody wants to involve me type thing. Oh, but yeah. they're all getting involved or whatever. And he starts having an allergic reaction because now this is this is the most dumb thing ever, because basically what happens, he's allergic to nuts. And for some insane <laughs> reason, he's gone to an orgy. There's nuts everywhere. <laughs> Get him out of my face. Oh. They would put peanut butter in the homemade hummus <laughs> and he had an allergic reaction to it. I'm sorry, ridiculous. Who's oh, putting peanut God. butter in hummus? Who's eating hummus? And that for me is that the, that's the worst thing about that story is the peanut butter in hummus because that's just not a thing. It would taste so rank. That's not a thing that people do. The people so, of the Middle East will be fuming. <laughs> so cuisines aside, um, what did he go through with anything in particular then or what? How, how did this pan out? Or did he just get an allergic reaction and go home? Well, he had an allergic reaction. It's quite a severe one as well. So people ring the ambulance, but how do you ring an ambulance and tell them where you are when you oh, don't know where you are? God. Bit of an issue. But yeah, but they eventually got there. And I mean, he got a free ride home as well at the end of the day. So it's a two hour walk there. So get in the oh, ambulance. Ta- bam, tactical. tactical. Get to, get to any, have the allergic reaction, nearly die. And then go. But I imagine, imagine a paramedic turning up, to, turning up to an orgy. Bit of a vibe killer. <laughs> you fancy you, joining you'd in? Think, you'd think it was a stripper, wouldn't you? Hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah, your stethoscope out. Come on, <laughs> join in. Eight's a crowd. Eight's a crowd. No, eight's a crowd. Oh, God, I can't um, imagine doing that. Not for me. Thanks. No, it's definitely not for me. I mean, I can't remember how we got onto that story. Can't remember. No, how we got I, that one. I don't know how we got onto that story either, um, to be honest. But I'm just thinking, would you would never turn up to that sort of thing then, if just as like a sort of living free that's what we were talking about living free um, living free it's, you know there's nothing wrong with just people being out in the open i think it is actually illegal to do that out in the open but if it was in a house you know a nice mansion you're not under the stars though maybe that was that was the clincher maybe <laughs> well no there'd be a um, sky roof you know you could see <laughs> you could see out into the out into the solar system if you're going to have an orgy hire out a mansion sky roof charcuterie board rugs on the floor hummus no peanut butter in it. That's a sin. That's yeah, a sin. don't do that. Be inclusive. Come on. Be inclusive Be inclu- to people with nut allergies. <laughs> just have taste. Exactly. Just have taste. Exactly. I just I can't believe that. That is unbelievable. That it's, it's a cracking, it's a cracking story. And I don't believe story. it. All my hands up and say I didn't believe a word of it until I got shown pictures of the charcuterie board and of the candles. So he Nothing was taking else, he was taking pictures. Yeah, you I have your phone it, out in that situation. It looked, <laughs> it looked like it looked like such a spectacle as well. I think I'd take, I'd turn into tourist mode. I'd be like, "That's this is amazing, very Instagrammable." But that for me is the definition of living free. Right, there. that is, isn't it? Doesn't get much freer than that out in the open. Would you get? Would you get your kit off in general? Would you be a nudist? No, I don't think so. Uh, that's well, all. Like, that, that a, my... like a campsite type situation. It's all fenced in. Bunch of old people. 
Uh, they love playing like bowls and stuff, a lot of bending down. You see everything. <laughs> you see all. You see it all. Or they, they love sitting oh. on swings as well. It's always there's always a swing knocking <laughs> about. Why? Is, why would you want to sit on a swing like that? We um, were in. We're in Grand Canary on a family holiday. Once. I want to say like 2007 or something. Ooh. So it's very young. And we did inadvertently end up on a nudist beach. Inadvertently. I think it was like, I think it was like, the, it was like the, uh, my parents are definitely not into that. Not with their like, their seven-year-old son. And my sister was about three at the time. Ooh. All I'm saying is that if you're, I don't know who decides where beaches go. But don't put a nudist beach next to a regular beach. Doesn't work. That's confusing. <laughs> sand was lovely though. The sand was lovely. Is there a line in the sand I... between the two beaches, or how does that work? <laughs> I think they were, what they were in, in between these beaches was sand dunes, right? Oh. But I don't think that offers enough segregation from the dirty, pervy, naked Germans <laughs> on the other beach with their baps out or whatever, <laughs> and does. Us normal people that actually respect these decent people What's wrong with on the other beach. I go to the beach to, I don't know what, probably at that age I was building sandcastles. Now mm-hmm. I go, I read a book. We could do that I line, play, kick, a, kick a ball around or whatever. Yeah, Fuck but you can't hear the, the sea, the waves well, on the sea or whatever, the YouTube. sand, the sand in between your toes or whatever. I don't go to Peacock and just strut around peacock. the beach with everything hanging out. <laughs> It says a lot when I say that's too much peacocking. They're saying a lot. They're saying a lot. <laughs> does, even I, yeah. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Ridiculous. But what do you what do you have against nudity? It's how it's how we're living. We're living free. It's a free bodies, and you know what's what's wrong with that? That's you're how living a natural too form. free though. You're living too free. I just think that if you're with, especially if you're with somebody as well, only that it's, it's an intimacy thing. Only they should be seeing that. You shouldn't. And if there's kids around, that's a bit pervy. Not going to lie. But what not if it's just lie. like a nudist camp, like just a like a caravan camp, except it's for people who want to have the clothes off. Why would somebody balls? have an? Why would somebody have an urge to just walk around with all their clothes off? It's freeing. It's liberating, isn't it? I find I find it. I take the I take the opposite. I think it's freeing and liberating to express yourself by the way you dress. Cover up. Oh no. Cover up. Buy See, a fleece. Is, it's we winter. differ. We differ on this because you care about like um. We, we've had a conversation before off camera where um we've spoken about how I think you think that sort of the way you dress is linked to your identity and all that kind of thing. Whereas I I, I don't I don't really buy into that. It's definitely a novel way of outing yourself as a uh, nudist, but I do respect <laughs> it. I don't know. I didn't know this aspect of you. I've known you. I've known you for a good eleven years. I didn't know you were a nudist, but um, nudist at heart. But if you want to let it let it all hang up that heart and elsewhere as well, probably. Well, knowing you, if you've got it, flaunt it. Exactly. Then, don't be ashamed um, of it. You know, let it out. Be, no, let's not be body phobic. It's kind of the theme of this week, isn't it? Inadvertently, mm. do you, um, is it? Got, do you sleep what? nude? No, 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 no. I just think that is, especially in a uni house, what if somebody's bursting in or something? I'm not a fan of that. Burst, what, bursting um, in and taking your quilt off? I'm seeing you. Like, it would make me jump. There's arms and legs everywhere. The quilt flies off. And then suddenly my cock's out as well. I'm not having that. The quilt just I'm flies off. Quilt, I would, somebody, if I'm sleeping, somebody make me jump. Bam. Magic quilt everywhere. Quilt. If that's out, no. But just keep your boxers on. Yeah, plus, I guess if, if you're living on. in a shared house, that sort of makes sense, I guess. And also, if you know, um, if you have to get up during the night as well, like if someone, you know, in worst case scenario, if someone was to break in or something, the last thing you want to do is go, hang on a minute, I'm just putting pants on, I'm coming. Just go down nude and startle them. That would scare in. them, to be fair. They would take a... Would, would, it, would that scare them from, well, from your perspective? Potentially. Is it that? Is it that? Have people been scared by it before? Is that? Um, no comment. 
No comment. Have you ever have you ever had a break in or anything like that? I've had a house broken into. What we did have last year, prime kind of like student experiences. Me and my housemate last year were watching what were we watching? Breakfast Club. It was Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. you see these, it's one of those movies that is, it's, yeah, it's just like coming of age. It's always on those lists where it's like 100 movies to watch before you die. Mm. And I'd obviously never seen it. So I sat down watching it with my, with my housemate. Um, and we hear a smash. Oof, glass gone Ooh. through. Mm, interesting. It's not ours. So we limber to the back. Came from the back of the house. We limber. 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 Ooh, I don't know if that's drinks. actually a word. Stagger. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> probably had those the uni way it was term oh, three as well third term, post exams bam so we look out the back down the alleyway nothing there and then we hear a scream oh me from a few doors down all the neighbors are out we're like what's what's going on here what's going on here nobody knows so we go out the front it's all kicking off all kicking off basically what happened was two doors down her ex-boyfriend had been released from a mental asylum on that day the first place he'd gone was to her house, oh. broken in, absolutely terrorising her, blah, blah, blah. Um, we're knocking on the front door. Blah, blah, blah. Let me in, let me in. Is everything okay? What's going on in there? She opens the door. Like something out of a horror movie it was. Blood all over the walls. He's in there, been smashing stuff up, basically. Um, and he's done a runner. Blood and so you saw there. blood everywhere inside? On the walls, yeah. On the, oh, this, isn't it? a horror movie. Um and then he does, he was off the scene. Police called. Housemates come back. I don't know where they'd been. Probably out for drinks. You know, uni uni life again. Classic um, students. So they they come back. They come bloody students. So what we heard when we heard the smash when watching the movie was him doing the runner out the back. But right. For some reason, didn't go the conventional route through the back door that they had. Decided hero's exit straight through the window. What? Out the window. Like straight, I don't know why. What, don't know head why, first through the window. That's what it looked like. That's what it looked like, like straight through the window. Just I don't know why. The door. Gone, bam, off the scene. She's there, police on the scene. He appears at the bottom of the street again. Everybody starts screaming. Oh, God. And he delivers what I could only describe as some kind of like monologue. So he appears at the bottom of the street with his hands behind his head, as if the police have guns and are going to shoot him. What, his hands he gets are on up? his knees. His hands are up as if, you know, like, is it like if this was his moment, his kind of superhero moment oh, or whatever? God. Villain, I've been caught gets on his knees and then gets into this monologue about how basically she cheated on him or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, police are doing nothing. They're just sit there watching. But with the blue lights everywhere and him doing this and the tape was out and everything, I felt like it was a movie. And the, Wait, the, the, the line tape that was, was out? They put the tape, so there's blood everywhere. Right, so they, they had the tape out, but they weren't arrested and they were just watching. Yeah, because he was, I don't know what they were thinking, whether they were thinking he's going to just talk and talk and talk and then hand himself over or whatever. But they were at the top of the street. He was at the bottom, and they were just letting him have this kind of monologue or whatever about the nature of his and her relationship and whatnot. But basically, um, he was saying, um, "I'm a, I'm a local. She's a student. It was never going to work." As if they were Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, he's just externalizing um, his sort of thoughts, isn't he? At this point, it's more he was a psychopath, and she was unknowing. That's why it didn't work, I think. You know, right. without breaking in and the mental asylum. It does kind of get in the way, I think. She was a girl. I was a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, the line, the line that really stuck uh, with me, it's one of his, one of his last lines. It, it was almost, it was that good. It was almost rehearsed, this monologue. And he goes, he said her name and he's like, I put a roof over your head and a cock up your ass. <laughs> and this is how you... <laughs> 
and this is how you repay me. This is how you repay me. Oh no, you can't say that. Um, <laughs> oh god, then, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'm gonna eat a and then proceeds, proceeds to st- <laughs> proceeds to stroll up the street with his arms still above his head to show that he was unarmed. Obviously, oh. he gets in the back of the police van and they take him away. But that's the closest we come to a break in. And I, I tell you all, that. still to this day, and I'd be very, very angry if anybody ruined the end of the movie for me because I still haven't seen how Breakfast Club finishes. <laughs> because we put it on pause to go save this poor girl's life or whatever. We're exposed to that. And after, obviously, not really in the mood to finish a movie like well, that. Well, no, I bet not. Um, after hearing to, that monologue, that glorious monologue, I put a I mean, roof nothing over your not, head. And it's like, why, but why sort of, why go to that? You know, afterwards, why? Yeah, I'd be I'd be grateful for the shelter. You know, just yeah. kind of fulfil in the hierarchy of needs. I think mm-hmm. the roof over your head is good. Do I need a cock at my ass? No. It might be a want, not a need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we weren't in the mood to finish the movie. After, so I still, and I still haven't revisited it. But did you did you save a life? Because it didn't really sound like you did a lot. To be honest, you sort of knocked on the door, and he'd already gone. <laughs> he came back. <laughs> he came back for more. At the end of the day, I think he just wanted his big kind of moment of like, look at me, this is me. The game was he up. posh as well? Was he like a posh sort of? No, he was a local. So no. Was our local? Forget, forget what I was saying. <laughs> I was a local. She was a student. It was never going to work. Oh, it's, it's like a, it's a, such a romantic story, isn't it? I gave a something shelter. to do, <laughs> something to do with you being in an asylum, mate, a mental asylum. That's why it didn't work. That might, Maybe, yeah, that is usually a barrier to a relationship, isn't it? It's just the idea of him kind of leaping like a salmon out of the back door, like head first, like smash. Why, why is Superman diving through that? Just open the door. No. I mean, there's many things about it that don't that don't make sense, isn't there? Um, That's ridiculous, is that? Why cock up your ass? Why is that? Why is that even relevant? Why is that? Yeah, why is he brought that? You're not. You're not going above and t- beyond, mate. You just wants to You're not going above and beyond. He, you know, he's getting action just to let you all know. That's that's action. social signaling. <laughs> like, just to back let door you know action as well. Well, he went through the back door in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> not only is he can't stop smashing back doors in, can he? Shocking. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, but I that's I thought we were being broken into then, and that's as close. But you get into that mindset of fight or flight, and in that I was fight. I was up. Like, <clears throat> Were you seeking out? Yeah, no cricket bat, hockey did stick. Did you think that you know you you were actually being broken into them? Was it? I thought it, I thought it came from the back of our house, but it didn't. Right. But it it was really loud because we heard it. But then the subsequent screaming after from somebody else meant that we knew it wasn't us. So we went out peeking out the back scene. Do you think? Oh, could it be a murder or something? That that must have been. You know, when you, if was it like um, a proper scream or was it sort of ah? What was? I it? was thinking a life needs saving here. And I ripped off my outfit, Superman. Mm-hmm. There's a blue suit, cape. Bam, straight round. What what would you do in that sort of situation? Because you're not, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say too much here, but you're not exactly the most physical of, of guys, are you? You know, the suit would be padded, obviously. Would it be um, padded? It would need to be. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I had to do. I'd be watching the movie, put my croissant down, so I didn't mm-hmm. get a croissant, and I would have given him given a, a really good talking to. <laughs> dressing down, dressing down, because my most valuable asset in many ways, actually, is my mouth. Not my physical mm. strength, but my mate that was with me, um, big Polynesian rugby player. Oh, so he could have just could have just decked. Wait, he was with you at the time, was he? Yeah, he was the one that I was watching the movie with. Oh, you're flying then. That's that's why you went all in because you had him by. I've what... seen <laughs> I've seen him. He's he's yeah, decked. I... Is it decked. Is that the right word? Stacked. 
was all in other good He is stacked. But like, I think I waited for him to go at first, and he led the way. And I, was <laughs> I bet he did. Behind. I was behind. You were the big uh, mouth behind, okay. were you? That's what <laughs> you were. Yeah. Give it, give it, here. Give it here. I, I don't think murderers respond well to a good talking to. You know, if they had have been a murderer or burglar, burglar. Yeah. Um, I don't think they do respond that that well, do they? To uh, a good old talking no, to. Just, I'd have just provoked him. I think no means, but I think so. Yeah, but I'd be. I was behind my brick wall of a mate, though. So yeah, that's all right, isn't it? I'm behind the big guy. Um, that's why. You, that's why you should always have a big friend. You should always have a big friend. We're not sizes here. We've established that. Yeah, we're not sizes. Exactly. We'll talk about that. Big, small, and all. I personally haven't been burgled. It's one of those that um, you hear about people getting burgled. You know, people breaking into people's houses and stuff. But it's never, never happened to us. Um, I think the closest that I felt like that might have happened and ended up being a dream was when um, I was a kid. I thought we'd been broken into in the dream. I get out of my bed, go to my brother's room, and it's a clown in the back garden, like kicking plant pots about and stuff. I had that sort of, it's more of a nightmare than a dream, but I had that nightmare quite a few times actually as a kid. Just this clown. I'm not even scared of clowns, so I don't know why it was a clown, but I, I remember as a kid being scared. I'm like, oh my God, he's kicking the daffodils. Oh no, no, not the daffodils. <laughs> but no. it's one of those, how dare you have a go at the plants? It's like the uh, the Weecom Tip Village scene in the Inbetweeners, isn't it? Where they're kicking the yeah. flowers. Have you seen that? <laughs> like, not the flowers. I don't simply think of the flowers. I just <laughs> think as well, the juxtaposition of my real life terrifying blood on the wall story to your <clears throat> dream world, dream world mm-hmm. story about a clown kicking flowers is lovely. I guess let's get some dream analysis on that, I think. Do you, Do you remember you that those teacher dreams at school um, that claimed to be like a dream reader? That kind of, she was really into like dream reading. Do you not remember? I think I must have missed that lesson or those no, lessons. I, I what, think I think what lesson was that? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you were definitely there. You were. I remember you. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're on the same table actually, because uh, it wasn't I mean, set, set one for bullshit. Or top of the class. Um, but you were there at the time, and I remember someone stopping because I think it was in the library at the time, and someone stopped right. the teacher. They were walking past and went, "Miss, I had a dream last night. I just wondered if you could tell me what." what this means this dream because apparently she was really into it or something into like dream reading i don't know um but yeah he had a dream it was basically to do with like egypt or something pharaohs or sort of sphinx in my mind and she basically just went yeah i think you might do you want to go to egypt by any chance he's like yeah you know what i have i've wanted to go to egypt so it's like that's not dream reading is it that's just like you thinking of something and it coming up in your dreams yeah she's a phony <laughs> Look for him with the sidekick. Look for him with the, the sidekick. Mediums. She's a phony. How do you think the pyramids were built, by the way? We should probably get onto this because we are going to probably do a, a conspiracy podcast at some point. But how do you reckon um, the pyramids were built? Because people say it was by slaves, but then how did they move those massive blocks? Like, have you seen how big they are? They're yeah. like bigger than a person, bigger than you, I've for sure. <laughs> I wish I was built like a pyramid brick. That's why I built like a pyramid brick it was massive. No, I don't know. I wasn't aware there was any conspiracies around the way the pyramids were built. I've always accepted the probably the pro slave propaganda oh. that I was fed in year three, and that was that they were built by slaves. Well, some people think it might have been some sort of um, more intelligent um, human species that then got wiped out. Uh, <laughs> well, might might be a theory. Some people think it was aliens. That put them down, no. and the re- I think the reason why they have these sort of theories um, is because some of them are aligned so like perfectly with 
um, I think, I don't know, it's like north, north facing or something like that. But there's like certain pyramids around the world where they're all like in the mm. same line as each other. And you can literally draw a line across the earth between these different points. And mm. there's something to do with that. And I think they're like face exactly I... north and they're all like pinpoint put together as well. Like the accuracy in which it's been constructed it's beyond anything you'd expect from you know thousands of years ago. I'd love to. I'd love to look into that. I don't think I saw the fact that the weekend actually oh. uh, on my birth on my birthday. Um, oh, drop that in there again. Um, my parents and a couple of their friends came up to visit, and we were talking about Tutankhamun actually because he'd watched a documentary recently on it. And I don't think that the ancient Egyptians were very intelligent. I think that's a particular strong suit of theirs in the sense that Tutankhamun himself had a club foot, right? as a result of years and years and years of inbreeding and defects, genetic defects, he actually, he only had one foot. But I'm Ooh. thinking if they don't realise that inbreeding is bad, gene pool and all that, and oh, he's going to end up, he's got a club foot. Why has he got a club foot? That's not right, is it? Don't know. It's nothing we're doing. Then they're not doing, they're not lining up the pyramids and the bricks and things like that. Like, bollocks, isn't right. So you that. think it was aliens then? Well, they don't exist. I think it's, it's probably just coincidence. What do you mean aliens don't exist? You, you think people can speak to dead people. You don't think aliens exist. <laughs> I'm open to the idea of going to see somebody that claims they can speak to dead people <laughs> and seeing whether it goes, you get an alien on the podcast and I'll be open to that too. Make some contact. What's ET call home? Call home. Call us. <laughs> That's a film. Please. That is a film. <laughs> um, but I mean, how? So you, if you don't think the the Egyptians did it, how do you think they did it then? If they're all very I'm, clever, I'm I'm all over the slave thing. I'm all over the slave thing. What they they were smart enough to position them so accurately and lift these. By the way, these are like I think that's multiple tons. These these individual blocks. They are massive. How many slaves does it take to carry a brick? I mean, I don't think they were lacking. I don't think they were lacking a pyramid brick. A pyramid. Brick. Oh right, okay. I don't I think mean, they were lacking on on that front. I mean, we're talking think... about dozens though to carry one. This is like a, a proper you... proper block. So, do you, are you entertaining the alien idea, or can I just? Can I'm we not just saying it's aliens. Pa- no, but I think there right, must we'll park, be some. We'll park that. Well, there could be some sort of. Um, they might have had some sort of intelligence that we're not privy to nowadays. Or they might be more they smart were, than we think. They were fucking their brothers and sisters. I don't think they were intelligent. I'm not saying they were great in biology. They could bloody well build a pyramid, though. <laughs> All right. They uh, yeah they nail the skills that really mattered obviously exactly um, but no I don't man. think they were very intelligent because there's evidence of people that obviously existed at that, at that time humans that I don't think were particularly intelligent I'm not having that some kind of like galaxy brain life force that happened to be in Egypt and also you think oh you're, we're we're the most intelligent race or whatever ever of humans what we're we gonna Thank do you. build some build some pyramids come on please. Some people think they they built them to obviously house, you know, uh, Tutankhamun and these sorts of really high uh, high ranking yeah. people. Um, and then other people think that the pyramids were already there and they just used the pyramids as the tombs for these high ranking people. Perhaps they didn't mm. build them. And actually, these stones were carried from m- hundreds of miles away, supposedly on the River Nile with boats. So now you're taking yeah. each of these individual blocks to build the pyramid, which weighs tons. Mm. On a boat, a wooden yeah. boat, down yeah. the Nile, each individual piece, mm. and then lifting it into place. And also, how are you putting the final piece of the pyramid on? How are you getting to the top? I, mean, I never so professed to, to being a pyramid architect, but I just think I'm not having... They're not, they're not overly intelligent. I think they're just really, really practical and did the most 
with what they could do. I don't know. Surely there's historians out there that have looked into the age of the stone. Yeah, they have. They have the answer. Yeah. And is, is it older than, than the ancient Egyptians? No, it's from pretty much the same time, I think. Well, then it's not there before them. They're not using, no. Well, no, it could have been, it could have been some sort of tribe, some different tribe or something. You you never know. Uh, But my my main point is they didn't have cranes. (laughs) They didn't have cranes, did they, to sort of airlift the the top piece on. It's really hard. Makeshift, though. Makeshift, a little rope or something. No, no, they didn't. They didn't have have a crane, didn't have anything. Mm. They had no machinery or anything like that. They've somehow managed to get these massive multiple ton blocks to the top of something which is, I don't know, 100 metres high. I don't know how high it is. That's not feasible that? though, for them to use what they had at the time to get it up there. They've got ropes. Surely they have ropes back then. Surely. No. Well, they were making medical innovations back then. They they worked out that they um, barely had wheels. They were <laughs> they had boats though. That's all you need. Yeah, they, they boats, worked out yeah. the way the way the blood flows around the body and veins and arteries by looking at the way the river Nile flowed. So maybe mm, I'm not giving them enough credit for being for being. They're clever. They must be clever. But I'm sorry, they were just really practical with what they had. I'm having, I'm, I'm having that that explanation well people say even now to build to build something like that would be difficult even now that's easy though that's easy easy tons you've seen the shard you've seen the shard easy been up it i haven't been up it now it looks better from from being outside doesn't it it's like the eiffel tower it's like it's pointless the eiffel tower because you know (laughs) the thing is it sort of ruins the landscape when you're not on the eiffel tower sort of ruins mm. it because it's like a massive pylon essentially isn't it It doesn't do anything it's man-made well, giant I pylon that, so this that one's man-made not alien well obviously yeah, yeah, that's, we're that's not man-made. we're not crediting the aliens not crediting we're the made aliens 200 years ago so we're not we're not crediting the aliens with that no one. no that's easy to make just a bit of steel or whatever isn't it but what i'm saying the is aliens... the best view in paris is yeah. on the eiffel tower because you can't see it that's, that's the whole harsh. point it ruins the landscape doesn't it i think if you knock it down people really wouldn't care you could stick anything there instead. You could stick if, some if like view... genitals, like a ten foot genital you... <laughs> or something, and people would still visit it and go, "Oh, let's have a picture with that Instagram." Modern Doesn't art. Modern art. Exactly. Modern art. Did the aliens? Uh, they did. They just do the pyramids and then they signed out with the architecture business. They zoomed off. Did they after do other. That. Did they do other other things? Did they dabble? Well, or did, they, did they really drop off with that? Were they preoccupied with? I don't know. What do aliens do? <laughs> They just fly around, they do. don't they? They just fly <laughs> around. The thing is, uh, the aliens, I think with the aliens, they just built the pyramids, got a little bit bored. You know what I mean, it took a while to build, probably. And then just <laughs> went back to, went on to a different planet. That's what I reckon happened. Because I don't think, um, <laughs> did they get involved with the Grand Canyon, is it? No, not the Grand Canyon. <laughs> what's the What's the one with the faces in the rock? Mount Rushmore. Mount, did they do that? It's a bit intricate for them, I think. Not really, <laughs> didn't really have an... The alien stamp of approval, that one, did it? Oh. I like the idea of aliens whizzing from planets, planets well, what could we do here? Pyramid. Yeah, Bam. exactly. There you go. And they last for thousands of years. Talk about making your mark. Didn't happen, though. They don't. Aliens, A, don't exist. B, definitely didn't build the pyramids. Great Wall of China. That took a while. That was pointless, was that yeah, one? I don't know. I don't. Vanity, vanity project. project. Vanity <laughs> project. HS, HS2. <laughs> we we like, both going to say the exact same thing. I was going to say Vanity Project and HS2. Straight HS2, after. yeah, it's their version of HS2, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love that. Would you ever go to the Wall of China? Because it just seems a bit pointless, doesn't it? It's just a big wall. I don't think I'd go to China. Oh, to would you hate <laughs> Big fan of their food. It's, it's too far for me to go. Air quality. Our interpretation, air quality. Our interpretation of their food, you mean? Yeah, I was going to say, it's definitely not authentic, is it? Yeah. You know, if you go out there and ask for a chicken satay, you'll be disappointed. Do they actually eat that in China? I don't the think thing so. Is, 
can't even lean on our viewer base because do they have YouTube in China? Definitely Spotify not. in China? We're not reaching out to, to China. That's a big market that's untapped. Having I'm said that, I'm pretty people. sure that the last podcast I did, which will go unnamed, let's forget it happened. I'm pretty sure I did get a view from China, though. But I don't yeah. think they have Spotify. So maybe it's some sort of legal route or, you know, maybe it was, maybe it was the, the president of China. <laughs> no, Xi, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Xi bloody loves the pod. I just think... <laughs> I just th- I wonder what he thought of meal deal murder as you know saying oh yes there. yes it's just the idea of somebody breaking strict Chinese law and they're like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna watch the one man podcast the one man <laughs> podcast I'm tuning in <laughs> like, get on that meal deal dictators love bloody love it yeah. <laughs> I like that though I like that yeah when, when somebody left the comments very witty they said um, I think would Harold Shipman have a uh, an apple a day to keep the doctor away that was very very <laughs> clever. Yeah, them on the pod. Get them on the pod. Wait, instead someone of me. left that, that on, really... on my somebody left channel. that on on one of your uh, one of your uh, one man podcast videos. Oh, yeah, an, an apple a, an apple a day to keep the docs away. Very witty, isn't it? <laughs> I like that. Get them. Get them on instead of me. Yeah, we'll substitute you out. Get that one. Yeah, and I um, think on on that note, we've pretty much mm-hmm. covered everything this week, haven't we? I mean, we've we've covered lots of, lots of different topics as we do. We like to dart around. We do. I mean, it'd be rude of us to yeah, withhold our expertise on pyramids, mm-hmm. China orgies. I'm still very confused about polyamory. So <laughs> we we need to, we'll go on to that on the Valentine's Day special. We'll dive into that. <laughs> Perfect. We go. It's the perfect topic for that, isn't it? Yeah. Nothing that... more. Nothing says romance like I want to shag as many people as possible. <laughs> yeah. There's no better day to talk about it, is there? Well, just Maybe. imagine going out for a Valentine's date and being like table for seven. That doesn't <laughs> table for work. seven. Doesn't, like candle lit table <laughs> for seven. Sure it works like that. <laughs> Definitely does. Definitely does. I mean, for multiple people. Oh, Think of the Valentine's Day cards. How much is that going to cost? Too Presents much. Too much. Oh, Too many man. chocolates, flowers, please. I'm drowning in flowers. Oh, no. God. Rubbish. Rubbish. Meadows of flowers. Um, we will get onto that, though, in uh, in a Valentine's Day special. So look forward to that. That's a little teaser for you there. We've previewed it. A couple it. of months. A couple of months' time. Just the three months early. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for watching and listening to episode three. Uh, of two pounds on a pod appreciate it um, if you could hit the like button that'd be great also subscribe if you're new to the channel um, or subscribe on spotify if you can do that follow us whatever you have to do over there and we'll see you next week for another episode cheers wow. cheers